Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together. hard one of the hard conversations that I feel to kind of dive deep in is what makes me feel insecure or inferior because mm. oh, I actually I, don't even like talking about what makes me feel insecure <laughs> and inferior I actually hate the word inferior like it it does bring some it makes you feel something that feels awful yeah awful and I feel like I have to go very emotionally deep <laughs> that's not always easy for me you know it's okay. easy to talk about things that All are right my more. German friend <laughs> let's go there it's easy to talk about everybody else but what I have to actually think about what makes me feel insecure or inferior is things that make me feel small oh yeah you know right off the top one of the things that has always made me feel inferior and ah, I wish it didn't. I honestly wish it didn't. What is just the fact that Jason, my husband, is such an amazing preacher and speaker. Like I always feel inferior to that. And for a long time, like many years, like probably like 10 years, I wouldn't even attempt to speak or to preach or to you know, public speak because I compared myself to him and he was so, he was always so good at it. I mean, obviously he's grown in the craft. He's been speaking weekly for like 25 years straight. So yeah, he's going to be good at it. But to me, he's always been amazing. Like he's always been so excellent. He's always been my favorite communicator. He has this beautiful blend of vulnerability with insight and he's not afraid to lean into the hard conversations and the hard moments and you know he'll even sometimes not always but he'll even like allow emotion to come out if he's feeling that or and I, I just I'm always in awe and every time I sit in a message even though many many times most messages he talks through with me ahead of time I sit and I listen to the message and like God speaks to me like I grow through his teaching. So I, I, for many years, I felt so inferior to get up and talk or speak or, you know, step into those communication moments because I always compared myself to him. And I, but literally the word is inferior. I felt inferior to his gift. Oh, well, I love that you've stepped in. I love, you know, I'm a big fan of you preaching now. My goodness. And yes, Jason, it's amazing. Like when you compare yourself. And I guess that's, that's the same for me. Any place in my life that I feel like I'm not very good at something or I'm not as good at something, I, I feel small and I feel like, no, I'm too insecure to do that. And I feel like I'm going to look silly or I'm just not going to measure up. I don't know where that bar came from. Like we were just talking not too long ago about songwriting. I, I, I don't know. I've always wanted to songwrite. But I feel like because I can't do songs like Chris Tomlin that would go across the world, yeah. why bother? Yeah. I'm not good at it. 
but why don't I just do things? Because I actually love to do them. And it's just for even my own like worship with God. But I feel insecure even to share that or if I write something or if I feel if I'm good at something, no problem. But as soon as I feel like I'm not good at something, I feel extremely insecure. And so it goes right into what your vice is. And so my vice would be perfectionism. Because if I can't do something with great excellence or perfectionism or feel like I'm strong, it is something that makes me feel small, inferior, insecure. I'll shy right away from it. But those are actually the spaces that God goes to because he says when, you know, when we're weak, he's strong, that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Yeah. And he wants us to be able to step into those areas that we want to do where we feel like this is something I feel God asking me to do because he wants to be glorified in it. If I'm always awesome at it, I'm not saying awesome at it, but if I feel like I have a strength in it, how much glory am I really bringing God if I just stay in that realm, but I don't actually move into the realm of my, where I feel small and allow God to kind of be big in those small, in those small places. Yeah, it's so true. I, let me ask you this. When you speak or when you think about, you know, maybe putting out a song or just putting, putting it out to someone, not even to the world, but to a person, you know, or when you speak, when you preach a message and someone says like, wow, Rhonda, that was amazing. That was so good. Do you believe them? Or do you in your own mind say, oh, they're just saying that, or are they just like me? So they're saying that. Do you believe when somebody affirms you in something you feel insecure or inferior in? No, I don't believe it. Isn't that powerful though? It is very powerful. You don't believe it. No. Like I feel like that often. Like I feel like, you know, around lots of things, around, you know, speaking or around leading something or around when I when I have to lean into a moment that I do feel is bigger than my own ability to to walk into and then someone says to me, oh, that was, you did a great job. That was awesome. Or I really, you know, I, I feel like they're actually just, um, they're just saying that. I feel like they're just saying that. I feel like maybe they're, they're, they're looking at me and they're like, oh, well, I like her. So I'm glad she did that, but not actually, I don't believe it. And I think, you know, that's part of when insecurity and inferiority it grabs a hold of us because it isn't actually about the thing we produce or the thing we put out into the world. It's actually about what we believe about ourselves. And it doesn't matter. There's nothing external. There's absolutely nothing external that can heal that, that can make that whole or make that new. It cannot come from anyone on the outside because if you, if I don't believe it, it doesn't matter how many times you tell me how amazing I am, how awesome I am, how profound, how it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. If I don't believe it, if I don't believe it, then that security, that insecurity is going to rule my life. And that's, I think, the most powerful force when it comes to insecurities. What do you believe about yourself? It's so true. And then our, like when you're saying that, Laura, it's so true because we have, I don't know what well, we do know because it's the enemy, but we have these bars in our life that when we step out, of course, we're, when we first start speaking, we're not going to be like someone that's been speaking for 25 years. We need room to grow. And it's really hard to grow in something that's public. It's one thing to grow if you're by yourself, yes. just doing something at home and no one really sees you. But 
when you have to step out publicly and do something or you have to step out where people are watching you taking a new step where you actually have a little bit of you can have feedback it can be so difficult but that bar is the enemy because that is not the bar that God ever sets in our life the bar that he has set in our life is to love him and to step out in obedience and that is what we should be celebrating so when someone says you've done a great job inside we should be like God, thank you that I took that step. I may not be where I will be in five years, but I'm further with one more step than I was yesterday. Yeah. Like I've actually taken a step. And so celebrating the step and just reframing of what that looks like. Instead of looking at this bar of excellence or what someone's done that's so experienced, they started with that first step. Yes. And so celebrating each step we take, but not to get caught, like you said, Laura, in that yeah. vice of insecurity and allow ourselves then to shrink back instead of just taking one new step once because a year from now as we keep taking those steps the growth and what god does is exceptional but we have to move our feet in it and we have to be willing to allow him to let us be uncomfortable so he can catch us and grow us totally 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 but what do you think the difference is between the things that we do believe we're good at. So like if somebody said to me, like, you're a great mom, I'd be like, thank you. Like, I, cause I, I actually think I'm a great mom. Like I do, I, I, I'm not insecure about being a mom. Not that I think I do everything right at all. Cause I don't, I don't think I'm perfect in it. There's a humility about being a mom because it's hard and I don't do it perfectly, but I, I, I'm not insecure about being a mom. If someone says to me, you're such a great mom. I'm like, thank you. Like I, I can receive that. But if someone says, you know, uh, you're a great leader or you're a great speaker, that was, that message was amazing. I don't believe them. What, so what's that difference between the things that we're insecure about and the things that we're confident about? How do we, how, how do we change, how do we change that? How do we get to the place where, and, and I mean, for me, I, I feel like from the moment I became a mom, I, I just felt like I was a good mom. I never, I've, I've never been insecure about being a mom. So it wasn't practicing that got me there. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, so, but what's the difference and why? I mean, I know it's not that I think we should be confident about everything. Of course, we're going to have insecurities and that's where I know that's where my reliance has to come on God big time is in those places where I feel insecure or feel inadequate. So it's not that, but how do you think, how do you think we get from to the place, from the place where we don't believe, you know, that we can do it or we don't believe to the place where, no, like we feel like, yeah, like I, thank you. Like I, I can receive that. I, yeah, I feel that, that that's encouraging. That builds me up. Thank you. You know what I mean? It's that place where we can receive that. You know, if it's, if it's about writing music, for you, you know, what, when, how, how do you get to the place where you hear and receive that someone says like, wow, like, that's really good. Like you, you need to put that out there. That's really good. But what if you don't believe it? What if you never believe that? What, how do we get there? It's true. I don't know if there's an easy answer to that. I think I this is like probably the wrong advice because it's just the, what, First thing went through my head is like, you fake it till you make it. Yeah, I know there's that's a part like, of that. It's a part of it where you just have to just do it. And you've just got to almost put yourself in that position like, oh yeah, I've done this, no big deal. 
But some things I think, you know, is God does a supernatural thing where you literally allow God to go to a space to kind of release you or heal you. But I think oftentimes it is like forgiveness. You just do it. You just keep practicing it. I don't think you, and because through your life, it's like as soon as I feel comfortable in something, I feel like God opens something up. Stretches you somewhere else. Where I'm completely insecure in. You know, like I feel like that. Like now speaking, like I use music as an example because that would have been when I was, you know, worship pastor, even my own life, some of those expressions and creativity, but now it would be speaking or it would be different things, doing a podcast, doing different things that I might feel like, oh my goodness. But I think you just keep practicing it because every time we get comfortable, God enlarges us yes. to do something again out of our comfort zone. Yeah. But people will look at you and think, oh, you look so comfortable doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But that is not always the case. Totally. And I know for me, like even around speaking, I'm using that as an example, but I know around speaking, something shifted for me a couple of years back where, you know, it went from like, yes, I was insecure about it and also nervous. And I think I I just was a little bit caught up in myself and my own insecurity, even as I stepped out to do it. Um, I don't mind doing things that scare me. That's, I kind of like that. I kind of feel a bit of a thrill when I feel inadequate or I feel afraid to lean into that space. I kind of like that. It doesn't, it's okay. It doesn't hold me back from stepping in. But, um, you know, something shifted a couple years back where all of a sudden I just felt like there was less of me and more of God. And I just, I just leaned into that. I just leaned into that. I was becoming less, continually becoming less. I was taking up less space. And God was beginning to take up more and more and more space. And that in itself makes it so much easier to lean into when you realize, oh, well, it's actually okay that I don't have it because God's got it and I'm going with him and he's the one who's going to do it through me. And, you know, that reliance comes. But, and I agree with you that, you know, when somebody says or tries to, you know, affirm you or encourage you and says like, wow, like, thank you for that. Or that was really, that was really powerful that, yeah, you just receive that. Like you just... You receive that. Whether you believe it or not, you receive it. And you say, God, thank you. Like, thank you that you used my life. And you give it back to God and you receive it. But, you know, there's this there's this space inside me that's just like, Lord, like, when is it actually going to become, you know, fully embodied? That, you know, there's not that barrier there from, oh, what, you know, it was okay, but like I could have done this or I wish it was better or I wish I was better or, you know, and maybe some things you just will walk that out. But I love what you said. We cannot let that hold us back from taking the step. Like we have to step in, in the midst of insecurity anyways. And it has to become about way more than what are other people going to think about that. It has to become about something so much greater that you feel called and compelled to do that thing by God, whether that's to ask for a promotion at work, whether that's to, you know, uh, call a friend that you haven't called in a long time and ask them to go for coffee and make amends for what happened in the past or whether that's like whatever that is that you're feeling like, ah, that insecurity about you know, we can't let that stop us or hold us back from trying new things, from stepping out, from stretching ourselves. And I think insecurity is the perfect place to allow God, to invite God 
to bridge the gap in our lives for what where we where we don't have it, he has it completely. So that's kind of cool too. And that's kind of exciting. Oh, yeah, I love that. And I I feel the same way, Laura, because I think that's a tension in our lives that we live with. We live with where we do have natural giftings and natural skill set, but we have those spaces that God wants to show himself despite us. And the like you said, the greatest obstacle is what people are going to think of us. It's our pride. When we actually just think about it, we're often really insecure to do something because we're afraid that we're going to fail or someone's going to be like, that was ridiculous. What people are going to say, what they're going to think. But when we actually let go of that, we realize the most important thing is that I'm doing something I feel God's put in my heart to do. His being obedient to him and taking this step is far outweighs maybe even my failure, but I'm falling into God. I'm falling into learning. I'm falling into growing. Nothing is a failure. Everything is a growing. And I think that's re it's helping to allow yourself to say, I'm not failing here. I'm growing and I've got to grow. I've got to have room to grow. And most of the time what we think people are thinking is actually not what they're thinking. Because when they're looking at you and seeing you step out, like when I look at someone stepping out and I know they're beginning, I think, wow, good for you. You might have a few critical, like critical people, but well, who cares? Most of the people are cheering you on, but most importantly, God is cheering us on. And I don't want to stand before God. And I feel like this is maybe a weird thing to say, but in my mind, I often have when I am forced with something like an opportunity and I think, oh my goodness, this is way out of my comfort zone. I don't know if I can do this. I feel like I don't want to stand before God and him say, look at what your life could have been had you taken all these steps, but you chose a safe route. And I'm like, oh, it could have been this incredible adventure, but I chose safe. I don't want to choose safe. I want to stand before God and be like, I went into heaven, my hair blown out, my like, you know, <laughs> came in and are like just racing right in, like had fun in this adventure. I want to live the full adventure of God and not always play it safe because that is not actually how God wants it to be because God wants us to live in a place where he is bringing us through an adventure of joy. And so I don't want to, I don't want to be held back because what people think I want to go with what God's asking me to do. Cause I want to live adventure. I don't want to live that safe because we actually don't really want to live safe. When we move out and we see what God does, it becomes more and more exciting. The more we do it and we see God's faithfulness, he never will let us like fall flat on our face. Yes, we will make mistakes. We will have those moments where like, ooh, wish I could go back and do that again. But that's how we grow. So Absolutely. we need to give ourselves permission to grow. So Lori, I give yourself <laughs> give yourself permission to grow. Thank you. Thank you. That's really good. I I I think that word safe has a couple of different meanings to it, right? It to me, safety is a, is a good thing. Like there's a, there's something good about seeking a refuge, a place of safety. But in that way, I actually don't think it's safety that we're living in. It's that we're hiding. Yeah, that's Like we're good. hiding out. But, but there is a safety in hiding. If you think about running from an enemy or running from something that, that um, where there's danger, we, we do need to hide from danger. And so there's, there is this safety in that. But I think in our lives, insecurity can, inferiority can actually make us hide out. But it's not because of danger. It's actually out of fear. It's because we're afraid. But it, there's not something dangerous to us on the other side. In fact, it's just the opposite. Adventure awaits us on the other side of that place of hiding. But yet we, we retract into this place of hiding and safety, thinking that it's going to keep us from maybe embarrassing ourselves, 
maybe from, yeah, feeling, feeling ashamed or, or failure, like you said, of not doing it well or not doing it as good as someone else could do it. But actually, it's not about any of those things. It really isn't. And I am with you. I do not want to live my life in hiding. Uh, there, we're not that that space of hiding. There's not something dangerous to us on the other side. It actually is the exact opposite. There is something exciting. There is something awakening for us on the other side of that. As we lean into those insecurities, as we lean into those places of inferiority. In fact, I think I don't know if this would be absolutely true, but but I I wonder if those places where we feel the most inferior are actually the spaces we're supposed to lean into the most. Like when it comes to being a mom, even when it comes to being a wife, like I don't feel inferior around those things. So I just I I just embrace them. I just live them out to the fullest. There's no barrier there for me as I walk those out. But it's those places of inferiority that there's like this battle, right? I, I kind of just want to pull back because I don't want to experience the, the pain, but, but you know what? It's, it's so worth it. And I, and I just wonder, I really wonder if those spaces of greatest inferiority of greatest insecurity are actually the spaces where the most adventure will be found in our lives, like where we're supposed to pursue those things. I completely agree. And I think that's an encouragement for all of us today. And I, I'm feeling that in my own heart as we have these moments together that we are not to live small and God wants to be great in all of those spaces. And we think of small, it's not necessarily what people see as small. It's not like I'm living small because my life is this way or to live great means like mm -hmm. this place of influence. I'm mm -hmm. not talking about that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about living small of hiding. I love that's a much better word than safety is true. Like that hiding place but living in a place of the greatness of God. And so today, mm -hmm. may we just step into that place that where we feel small, mm -hmm. we allow God to make himself great. You know what's so interesting? I wonder if this is the full circle moment, if this is literally the awakening moment, because as I think about, as I think about that those places of inferiority and insecurity being the spaces we're supposed to lean into, maybe the why, I asked that why question before, why can't we overcome? Maybe it's literally because those are some of the spaces that we are supposed to make the most difference, but they are also the spaces that our great enemy wants to trip us up and hold us back because he knows that if we keep pressing through those, if we trust God as our shepherd, that everything we need is found in him, if we truly trust that, that we will, we will embark on an adventure like we could never, ever, ever imagine. And if the enemy can hold us back from that, if Satan could hold us back from venturing into that adventure, maybe that's why, maybe that's why in some of those spaces there is such a wrestle because those are the spaces that we are meant, that we are meant to break through in, that we are meant to be awakened to, that we are meant to lean into. I don't know. I love that. I think that's the full circle. Wow. Well, we want you to know today that there is more in you than you could possibly realize and that you're absolutely amazing and worthy of love. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Lori Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.